Welcome to Holding Down the Fort, a podcast show dedicated to curating knowledge, resources, and relevant stories for today's military spouses so they can continue to make confident and informed decisions for themselves and their families. Because let's face it, we know who's really holding down the fort. I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and your host for Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Holding Down the Four. I'm your host, Jen Amos, and I actually have to correct myself. I am a co-host now with Holding Down the Fort because I'm really excited to have my new co-host with me. We're trying this out for the first time, so bear with us and give us grace. <laughs> I want to go ahead and introduce Jenny Lynn Stroop as a new co-host of Holding Down the Fort. So Jenny Lynn, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Jen. Hi, I'm Jenny Lynn. I'm an active duty Navy spouse. Uh, writer, blogger, mom, and happy to be here with Jen on Holding Down the Fort. Yes, and real briefly, because we talked offline about this, but why don't you share just a little bit about why you chose to be on the show and co-host with me? Oh, man. I really wanted to join Jen because I had such a great experience as a guest a couple of weeks ago, and I really have a heart for military families. And being a military family, like, I enjoy the stories from this podcast and how they relate to military life. And I'm really excited to be a part of getting these stories out to people like me. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you because I feel like in a weird way, that was like the one missing piece I needed for the show is to have a military spouse join me because I know I can only do so much as a gold star daughter and a veteran spouse. And so it's just great to have a listener of the show want to contribute and add their perspective. So thank you for reaching out to me and wanting to be on. And uh, with that said, we're really excited to bring on our guest today. We have Lorraine Sanborn. Lorraine is a Navy spouse widow, a mother of two, and a granny of a 24-year-old granddaughter and an 18-year-old grandson, which is her why in life today. So Lorraine, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen and Jenny, for having me on your show. I am a Navy spouse widow. I'll just say this. My last husband (laughs) passed away in May of 10 years ago. So yeah, I've been on my own spouse for 10 years. We met actually when he had retired, but my active duty time was when I married my son's father. He was on submarines. I live in Groton, where it's the submarine capital of the world. So everything is affiliated around submarines here. I want to thank you for joining us today. And we talked a little bit offline about holding down the fort, and you had agreed to be on the show. So I just wanted to ask what compelled you? What was it I said (laughs) that had you say, yes, I will be on your show to share my story? I think a lot of it had to do because I shared a lot of my story with you when we sat and talked on the phone as I sat out on my patio in the sun. It was a beautiful day. I wanted to share the life that I had as a civilian spouse and where I came when I married my second husband and left my hometown for the first time at, I don't know, somewhere around 30 and moved, left the job that was very secure to move to 5,000 miles away. And that was a huge change. We got married. We'd been together for a couple of years. But when he got transferred 
to Washington State, to Bremerton, Washington. It was weird because back then, we're talking 50 years ago now, my son's going to be 50 next month. He would say things like, I'm sitting here and I'm looking up at Mount Rainier and I'm looking at the snow and it's raining and the sun is out. And I'm thinking, what, what is he drinking too much? What, what, what's going on? And then one night there was a knock on my door and I was in Groton and he was out in Bremerton and I opened the door and there he was. And he said, we're going to get married. We're leaving here. And I thought, oh my God, I can't, I don't know what to do. I'm going to leave a job. I'm going to leave my family. I've never been alone. Mm -hmm. I have a four-year-old daughter and we're going to pack up and go. Mm -hmm. And all I could think of is, what are we going to do financially? What am I going to do when I'm homesick? What am I going to do without my mother, my father, my sisters? And it was very traumatic to think about moving that far away. So we ended up in Bremerton. Jenny, you're shaking your head. I see relationships. <laughs> so we ended up in Bremerton, Washington for six months. And I made some good friends. There was a ship in from, uh, where were they from? somewhere overseas. And we got to be friends, but I couldn't work. There was no job. What was I going to do for six months? So we were there and then we left and we went to Hawaii to Pearl Harbor in November of that year. And we left Connecticut in May. And we got there and we decided that we were going to get pregnant. So now I'm thinking, here, I've got a four-year-old. I'm going to get pregnant. I don't have a job. What in the world am I going to do with myself? Mm. So for me, I was very fortunate because I found a job within four days of getting into Hawaii, and it was with a small American company. So that worked for me, and I was a bookkeeper at the time. So I had a small office with this engineering company, and I got pregnant almost immediately of getting into Hawaii. So we got in there in November, and I had my son, Scott, in August. So here I am. I'm alone. I'm 5,000 miles away from home. My husband is out to sea, out of Guam, for three months. Mm. So what do you do? you got a job. Now you got to find for child care. What I liked about it at the time, and it worked out well, was he was on a boomer, which means that he was out for three months and back for three months. So I made friends with a couple of the wives. And when Scott was born, he was out to sea. So here I am, I'm 5,000 miles away from home with a five-year-old, and I'm pregnant, and I'm now going to have a baby. So it worked out well because we got to be really good friends, Carol and I, and to this day, we're still really good friends 50 years later. We don't live anywhere near each other, but we stay connected. And as a cute little story, she was there when I went into labor. She took me to the hospital. She brought me home. A couple of days later, she comes over. We lived across the street from each other. And she goes, he's yellow. And I'm going, what are you talking about? This little outfit. She said, no, he's yellow. So we take him up to the base hospital. It's called the, the Pink Hospital. It's, called, it's at triple, the Triple Army Hospital. Mm -hmm. And he was. He was jaundiced. So we took care of all that. But I was fortunate because there were other spouses that we became very good friends with. I didn't have air conditioning in my unit. She did, my friend Carol. So we ate meals together with our kids. But jobs were really hard to find for Howleys, for the military people. And I was very fortunate to get a job. Mm -hmm. So what that said to me was there's got to be another way that a military spouse can make money and not have to worry about how they're going to support their family. Because 50 years ago, 
times were tough. He was a chief. We weren't making a whole lot of money and my income was necessary. Mm-hmm. And now I have a baby. Now what am I going to do? Fortunately, with that job, because I was the only one in the, in the office, I could bring him with me in the little carrier thing that we had. So that was the far as the job was concerned. But when we came back a year later, what I really decided that I needed to do was to share information about how to have non-traditional and self-employment jobs, because I understood what it meant to have left a good job, go away for a year and a half, get that other good job, and now I have to leave it and come back. Now what am I going to do? So that's when I decided that I needed to find something that I was going to be able to rely on, how hard I worked was going to give me the income that I needed. But I also had to find the right company and looking at network marketing businesses over the last 50 years, the transition from those types of businesses. The first one I had in 1984, first network marketing business was products and I had to call my order in. They My downline called their order into me and then it came in big boxes and you had to sort it out. Fortunately today, you go on the internet and you push a button and you make your order and it goes out to everybody. You don't have to touch product. Yeah. I just want to check in with Jenny Lynn. I know you were kind of nodding a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I was nodding mostly because I have two college degrees, neither of which I use in my current job. I came to California as a elementary school teacher, licensed in the state of Virginia, went through the process of getting my license out here, which is extraordinarily difficult in this state, and really could only get licensed far enough to substitute teach out here. So trying to find something that moves with you so you don't have to reinvent yourself every two to three years is really a challenge. And I know there are some military spouse groups that are making great strides and like helping even the scale on all the jobs that do need certifications and things state by state, which is awesome. But I mean, I'm a military spouse now in 2020 and it's still, I didn't teach the whole time we were stationed in New York city because it was one more license I would have to get. And Mm -hmm. I had two toddlers when we moved there. And so the juice wasn't worth the squeeze to try and license and find childcare and do all the things And we moved out here because my boys are in elementary school. It made a little more sense to try and license here. And then I taught at the school they were in. But yeah, reinventing yourself as a military spouse to continue to stay gainfully employed is a constant battle. (laughs) You know, when I came back, I said, you know, I've got to find a way to share what I know. Mm-hmm. with other military spouse. And back then, the military spouses were mostly all women. And today, that's different. So many women are in the military now, and the military spouses are male. And I started a nonprofit organization with three other people back, I don't know, I'm going to say, I, I, it's got to be 15 years ago now. I, I went to look at the date, and I can't remember. But I got a lot of support from the Fleet and Family Support Center here at the sub-base in Groton. And what we did is we had workshops and we had expos and we had all kinds of different ways to teach how to have a network marketing business. And we would do like a a workshop. And I remember, this is so cool because this girl decided she wanted to do couponing. 
And now everybody does couponing. But she actually taught classes. We worked with her to get her to that point where she was teaching classes on how to use coupons. And now everybody uses coupons. I mean, men, women, old, young, doesn't matter. Everybody walks into the store with a box of coupons. But what we were able to do and the sense of accomplishment that I had was to be able to share the ways that the military spouse could find a way to make an income that was portable. And it didn't matter where at that point, where she went because she had her own business and it didn't matter what company it was with, as long as it was a reputable company and people got to know, like, and trust you, then you were going to be successful. And Jenny, you're in San Diego now, but you get transferred next time and you've got a network marketing business. Who cares where you live? You don't Mm -hmm. lose the people that you've brought into your team. You don't lose your customers. They're supported by the company and by you. So it's just really changed the way that we look at getting transferred. I mean, when I got transferred 5,000 miles away and never had been gone before, what did I do? It was horrible. Mm -hmm. So, and getting the support of working with a team of people is really, really important. Having customers, everybody wants customers, but finding the right people to build a team with. And that team, doesn't matter whether you all get transferred to 15 different places, you're still the same team. You're still the same companies. Mm -hmm. That sounds like community is really the name of the game here, which we often find in military life. It doesn't matter where you go, provided you can build that community around you. You can be pretty successful, not just in a job, but socially, professionally. It's isolating when you get transferred and you don't know anybody. Mm -hmm. But if you're with a specific company, you can just reach out. Now you can just go on Facebook and say, hey, who's such a company? I'm here now in San Diego. (laughs) I'm over here in Groton. Let's get together and create that camaraderie. So the isolation piece is, is changed also. Yeah, well, Lorraine, thank you for sharing your experience as a military spouse then. And Jenny Lynn, I feel like you kind of gave us a snapshot of a military spouse life now. And it sounds like the common theme, even till this day, is just that stability in terms of career and financial stability. And how is a spouse able to achieve that, especially if you're moving around so often? And it's just such a hassle, as you mentioned, Jenny Lynn, to, you know, get the licenses and then figure out childcare and, you know, Know, just juggle all these things before. And then on top of that, like having to apply for the jobs and get interviewed for the jobs, you know, it's just so much before it's like, oh, wait, we got to move again. <laughs> you know, so I feel like I, I get to speak to two generations <laughs> right now of spouses. And so it's great to hear both of your perspectives. The thing too, with being able to work from home, I think is really huge because especially when you move into a new area, where do you, who takes care of your children? Your husband goes to sea or, you know, all those changes that happen when we can work from home and work within accountability partners or in groups, it makes life so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the common theme I received from both of you is also not just building a community, but building the right community, you know, wherever you go. And, you know, I can imagine with network marketing and sometimes the perception of it, like depending on who you're talking about it with or depending on how you carry yourself as a professional network marketer, I think sometimes it can get rubbed off the wrong way. And so, Lorraine, I think it's so fascinating that you have been 
in the industry for decades, essentially at this point. And even with your current company, you've been with it for over a handful of years, as we talked about offline. You know, our our educational piece today is talking about how do you build a career that could be portable and non-traditional. And as I mentioned, it sounds like the key to really just being a military spouse in general is finding the right community to thrive, whether it's socially, professionally, et cetera. So it sounds like you have been able to find that right community, Lorraine. You're able to build the right community. And so for anyone that is looking to build the right community, you know, whether it's personally or professionally, in this case, professionally, what are some key things that they need to do, you know, to let's say find the right people or maybe even be the right person to attract the right people? I think for me, because I've done several different network marketing businesses over the years. When I found the company I'm with now, it was funny because my daughter put out on Facebook, she was looking for a good protein shake. And she knew of the company that we had used their shakes years before. So she put out on Facebook, does anybody know anybody that sells that company? And she got a lot of responses. This was six and a half years ago. She got a lot of responses, but only one person really reached out. And when she went to her house, she was a Navy wife, and my daughter's civilian. And she looked at her and she said, oh, in her mind, she's going, oh, it's a little Navy wife. And she is little. She's adorable. Uh, (laughs) We've been in business with her now for over six years. But she kept saying to her, well, I'll just give you leads. Don't worry about it. Well, until she sat down and really looked at, A, the product line and the compensation plan. And then you have to look at what is the company's mission and what is the company's integrity. So there's a lot of things to look at. And there's a lot of network marketing companies out there. And you have to find the industry that you're looking for. I chose health and wellness. And for me, my niche is the senior market, where my daughter's market is more, she teaches yoga and she does all that healthy stuff. So her team is different than my team. So for me, the things I would say to you is check out the company, make sure it's stable and that it is on the Better Business Bureau. I mean, you have to really research the company too to make sure you need to look at the people that you're going to become involved in. Do you like them? Can you trust them? And what kind of training are they going to give you? What training is the company going to give you? And then the biggest thing for me is the products. I have to know that the products work. Mm -hmm. So people look at me now and they say, you know, we have these conversations and I had it with you, Jen. And I, you know, I'll say, you know, I started with this company when I was 72, the week I turned 72. And now six and a half years later, I'm 78 and a half. And they go, you are not 78. (laughs) And I love it. My ego just goes all the way up. And I say to my, and I say to them, well, I guess the products work. Mm-hmm. So those are my suggestions to anybody that's looking for a company. I mean, if you want to do makeup, make sure the company is strong. If you want to do health and wellness, you know, you can talk to me. I can tell you about my company. So it doesn't matter. I mean, I use these cards, send out cards. So mm-hmm. You know, things that can make life easy for you. There's a lot of tools now. There are tools now that I didn't have even five years ago. I think what I really heard in your story, especially comparing you and your daughter, is the ability to tell a story. Like, you are able to reach the older generation because you are part of that generation and use the products and are able to tell your story. I think that more than anything, just like in building a community, brings Mm -hmm. people in brings them together. I mean, it's, it's neat 
to hear you say that like essentially both you and your daughter do the exact same thing but for totally different groups of people because you're able to share from your point of view which i think it's military spouse is a great thing especially within because we straddle the gap between military and civilian mm-hmm. like we have the ability to like appeal to both in different ways and i think it was great that you shared how your story impacts the people that you're trying to reach well, I can add to that too. My grandson is going to be 19 next month and he's been a wrestler in schools uh, since he was five. Mm. And he did a prep school year, gap year this year, and he ended up, uh, what is it, all state, national, I don't even know, some kind of big deal title. But he will tell you that he uses all of the performance products that we have. And he's a prime example of this little kid who used to be the runt of the group and now how successful he's been. And he does, he contributes to our products. So for us, it's a family business and our whole family uses the products. My daughter-in-law has MS. She uses the products. So Mm. it doesn't matter your age, four and up can use the product. So you have to look when you're looking for the company and which company you're going to go with, you want to make sure that everybody can use them. And how do you, how do you build teams? What kind of training does your company give you? That, that's huge because we have incredible training, closed Facebook groups, you know, that type of thing. So those are the things that you want to be looking for, but you got to love the product. Yeah, the product because you girls know you can't promote something that you don't like. Yeah, absolutely. And if it doesn't work. I mean, you have to be. It's it's your integrity. It's it's people that know, like, and trust me that become part of my team. Whether they become as preferred customers or they transition into wanting to share the products and get their products paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, they can make enough money just to get their products paid for, or they can become millionaires at whatever they want to do. So mm-hmm. it's really, really important that you have the support of your team and the company. And I'm, I'm very excited. We've got new products. We're, we're going into 12 new countries this month. So that's doubling the countries. And it's really cool because I talked to somebody several months ago that's stationed in Germany and we weren't in Germany and she mm. really wanted the products. So in two weeks, I can get back with her. So you need to look too at, is it just a domestic company or is it an international company? Because we never know where we're going to get transferred. Right, right. I appreciate you sharing that, Lorraine. It sounds to me that you really have to find a company that's suitable for you and in a way be a product of the product so that it's easy to share your story and attract people that resonate with your story. And I feel like in a way we can say that with, you know, especially for business owners, I think about when I, you know, working with my husband, we focus specifically, we offer financial services specifically toward military families, those that are about to transition or just transitioned. And part of that passion comes from my husband in a way being a product of his own product, like getting out too soon to even think about what he wanted his life to look like. And so part of our mission is to help our military families transition with intention and have their finances align with that and and being around people who resonate with that message. And so I think you can kind of take that with, you know, any company. I want to just check in with Jenny Lynn too. And I'm curious from maybe like a personal perspective, if you don't mind me bringing you in on this, 
how do you feel like you've been able to build the right community from a personal perspective since you are currently active duty? Uh, For me, it goes back to the piece about story. I have found that in any group I have been a part of or created, it came down to me going first and being willing to talk about not just the great things that happen, but also the not so hot things that happen and building the connection between what it looks like at my house may be similar to what it looks like at your house. And if I'm willing to go first on that, that has brought the community to me that I both needed to lift me up and also I've been able to be that person for my community. I am a big, as a writer, this will be no shock, but I'm a huge believer in story and just telling the truth, just Mm. being who you are, wherever you are. I am an East Coaster at heart. (laughs) I've lived on the West Coast now for four years and I, you know, you can hear in my voice, I'm clearly not from here. (laughs) I'm from the South. It is all in the way that I talk. And it's one of those like being who I am and telling about my life experiences, talking with people is really what's brought and built the community that I have, you know, and also as a young mom, you know, I joined groups specifically targeted to me like Mops International. I mean, that was a huge thing for me. And that helped in places where we would move to have an automatic in. And in some ways, being a military spouse is that automatic in when you're in a community like San Diego, where you can throw a rock and hit a military family, like (laughs) every other house here, you know, and so I think it's just finding the people that you already have a common thread with, and then Mm. opening up the story on, you know, who you are and where you've been. And inevitably you've weaved that fabric of people that have either been where you were or wanted to go where you were, do the same type job that your spouse does. And it just, you know, that for me, just storytelling and coffee has really worked as a community builder for me. Fantastic. Yeah. If I could just add one more thing, you know, we're talking about community and we're talking about building teams and we're having people involved with us and all network marketing is not for everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. And working from home isn't necessarily for everyone, but if you're looking for time freedom and you're looking for residual income, you're looking for companionship and accountability, then you create those teams. But one of the things I had to learn was that it isn't for everyone. And if someone decides that they don't want to do this anymore, I don't take it personal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have friends and just even friends who decide they don't want to be your friend anymore. You know, you crush for a while and you just move on. Mm -hmm. But it is an alternative Mm -hmm. to a better, healthier lifestyle. Beautiful. Well, Lorraine, I've really appreciated having you on our show today. I wanted to see if you have maybe any more closing thoughts for our military families, particularly our military spouses in what you do. The thing I would finalize on that is look at what it is that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. And I, like I said before, if you want to sell makeup or you want to sell shakes, what is it that your passion is? Mm-hmm. And then find that type of company and then research those companies to find the best fit for you. Beautiful. All right. Well, Lorraine, for people that can relate to your story and feel compelled to reaching out, how can they find you online? Well, I'm on Facebook, Lorraine M. Sanborn. On LinkedIn, Lorraine M. Sanborn. I just created a Facebook business page. It's called Living Vibrantly After 50 with Lorraine. Fantastic. 
I'm also going to be having another way that you can connect to me, and that is text energy to 21,000. Text Perfect. energy to 21,000, and I'm going to get a text message. So, Awesome. Well, Lorraine, I so appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your story with us today and also how people can get a hold of you. I also want to have you, Jenny Lynn, as well, uh, share for anyone that wants to reach out with you and feel compelled or felt inspired by your story, little snippets of your story. How can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you as well, Jenny Lynn? You can find me on Facebook at Jenny Lynn Stroop. I have both a personal and a professional page under my name. If you want to read more about my story and creating community, it's JennyLynnStroop.com, webpage where all of my writing content is. Thanks so much for today, Jen. Thank you, Lorraine. This was wonderful. Thanks for sharing your story with us and inspiring the next generation of military spouses. I'm here if anybody just wants to chat and <laughs> learn a little bit more about my story. There's a whole lot of stories I still haven't told. <laughs> yeah, we can only do so much in 30 minutes, right? Yeah, you're right. This is great. Thank you, Jen. I'm so glad we reached out and caught up on each other on LinkedIn. I am on LinkedIn also. So, you know, there's just lots of ways to get a hold of Jenny Lynn and Jen and myself. All right. With that said, thank you to our listeners for joining us today. We hope that today's episode gave you one more piece of knowledge, resource, or relevant story so you can continue to make confident and informed decisions for you and your family. We look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Oh,